Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And we appreciate Gabe McDonald, who you can find on Twitter at Gabe McDonald underscore. You can also see his great coverage on Charlotte Sports Live, a part of Queen City News. And he joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline to recap what was a really tough year. Gabe, we appreciate the time, man. How are you? Hey, appreciate you guys uh, having me, man. I'm doing fine. It's, um, you know, pretty uh, a pretty somber day here in the Carolinas. Just wrapped up with the locker clean-out day, and uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird feeling that the season's over, but I think if you're a fan, you're probably feeling pretty good that this is behind you. Are you ready to transition from two-win football teams to eight-win basketball teams? Absolutely. And there's plenty of NASCAR <laughs> plenty of NASCAR coverage as well to throw in there. So it's, you know, obviously Charlotte sports, it's uh, it's a pretty tumultuous time right now. A lot of news coming out, uh, even with the Charlotte Knights as well. So there's never a slow day here, but we also got a, uh, there's a lot of NASCAR coverage coming up as well as far as what we do at uh, Queen City News. So that's always a good time to uh, get down to Daytona in about a month. All right, make sure you follow him again. Twitter, at Gay McDonald underscore. Let's focus on the Panthers here after a oh, yeah. rough season, ending yesterday, losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and having their second straight shutout to end the season. We have a topic coming up in a few moments here, Gabe, like the biggest surprises of this year. But what were you so surprised to see go wrong? Like something that you expected to work out for this season that it just didn't. There are plenty to choose from, but what's something that comes to the forefront of your mind? Honestly, I really thought we were going to see Jeremy Chin a lot more in this new scheme. Every, we were talking a lot in the preseason, in the offseason. He's going to be the chess piece, the guy that's moved around a lot, that can do a lot of different things. Maybe we see him more inside the box like we did his rookie year. Definitely wasn't the case. I think he only played in about 40% of snaps this season after playing in well over 90% his first three years, primarily a special teamer this year. And that's one thing that I thought we were going to see him. We thought this defense was going to bring the best out of him, especially being in a contract year, because we all know what he can bring to the table when he's more inside the box, you know, coverage-wise, still some areas where he can improve. But I thought we were going to see him really get back, return to form like he did as a rookie. And that's something we unfortunately didn't see. And it probably means his time here in Carolina is just about over as well. So I'd say that's probably the biggest surprise. But like you mentioned, there are a lot to choose from. But that, for me, is one that stands out the most. Gabe McDonald joins us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on X at McDonald underscore. And so, Gabe, when you look at Bryce Young and the season that he had, what were your expectations coming in as opposed to what eventually happened? I thought we were going to see him play. I thought we were going to see him play a little bit more freely. I think there were some times, especially earlier in the season, where he was still maybe trying to press too much, maybe being a little timid, having some happy feet in the pocket. There was a really a bit of a time where he was developing some bad habits as well. I think the Colts game, the Cowboys game really comes to mind. We did see some growth after that and a little bit before then, but just not the kind of rookie year we all envisioned for him. And now, of course, we all know not all of it is on him, but I think he did have some bad habits, developed a few towards the middle of the year, Got a little bit better towards the end, but I think these last two weeks having shutouts, definitely not the way you want to end your rookie year, but I think if you're Bryce, you got to flush this one. A lot of people are like kind of giving some positive uh, feedback on him. He's going to remember this year and look back and say it was the best thing that happened to him. I think you should just take some time now, chill, relax, get away from the game. There were some moments of growth, but you would like to see a little bit more 
heading into the offseason. So, Gabe, since Fitterer was fired today, when you talk about general managers, how do you view this job? Do you think that it is the most daunting, the most challenging of them all, or do you feel like it has the most potential? I think it's a, it's a challenging job. I mean, first off, you have to look at who you're going to be reporting to. We all know David Tepper is not the most patient owner, and you got to think about just how much turnover there has been since he's taken over the team, since he bought the team. And I think it's – and also, you got to figure out this team, worst record in the league, you don't own a first-round pick. The first pick you would have at the moment is 33rd overall. So I don't know if it's the most attractive job to a candidate because you got to think about you're going into – a roster that's in pretty bad shape. You don't have a first-round pick next year. You know, you're working for an owner who obviously has been in the news for a lot of the wrong reasons. I don't know if it's that desirable of a job. I think one thing that could change that is if you had a first-round pick, we'll see what kind of moves they make. But right now, I don't think it's the most desirable one out there. And then, Gabe, I'll ask you, too, off of that, do you feel like Bryce Young could be a potential drawback? Because we know how a lot of coaches and GMs get caught up in prototypical size and things of that nature. Do you feel like that Bryce Young himself could be a drawback for the quote-unquote perfect candidate? I don't believe so. I think because you still have a guy that obviously you made that move to get him. You kind of have to ride with him at this point. And I still think that he's going to have a successful career in this league. You just have to be able to build around him. And I think that's probably one thing that could be enticing. Is a general manager coming in, you could have, you know, you have your free reign, you can kind of pick and pluck who you want to be in there. I still think Bryce is going to have a successful career in this league. A lot of people in the building think so. So I wouldn't say it's a drawback. Of course, like you mentioned, coaches, GMs are going to want to come in and possibly have their guy. But I think if you cut the tape on for a good part of this season, you can see that he's going to have some success. A lot of, you know, just what went wrong was because of the lack of help he had around him on that side of the ball. That's the voice of Gabe McDonald joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can find his coverage on Charlotte Sports Live, Queen City News. Follow him on Twitter at Gabe McDonald underscore. So it's locker clean-out day. Lots of players have been speaking to media here, Gabe. What's a player comment that stood out most to you? Oh, definitely the one from Hayden Hurst. I mean, he basically was very candid. Obviously, we haven't heard from him uh, in a while, given that he was on IR, but he basically said there were a little too many chefs in the kitchen on that side of the ball. Bryce Young had too many voices in his ear. And I think when you look at the staff at first with Frank Wright, with Josh McCown, even with Deuce Staley, Thomas Brown, there can be, there's, you know, a lot of alpha males in that building. There can be a lot of going back and forth. And I think that's certainly the one that stands out just hearing how candid he was from that. And then also I would say Brian Burns as well, you know, just saying that he wants to be back here in Carolina. He obviously, they didn't trade. Uh, him, we, there were reports that the Rams are going to give up two first-round picks to try and get him. They don't make that trade last year. You don't extend them. And he's like, hey, there's still some things that I want to do with my defense. I'd like to be back here. But he also mentioned with the turnover in the front office, he's like, hey, they got a lot of stuff to figure out. And he knows that he's not the top priority on their list right now. So it was good to see him just kind of keep it 100 with that. But I think definitely those two Burns and Hayden Hurst surely stand out the most from today. Yeah, and you mentioned Brian Burns, you know, some of the comments that he had. He also talked about maybe having fear of injury in the back of his mind, not at the forefront, but at the back of his mind. After all, he's only human. What did you make of some of the injury comments that Brian Burns had talking about playing on a contract year and fearing a little bit of, hey, if I get hurt, this might affect the new contract that I'm seeking? No, they were very interesting, and I think if you can watch some of the games from this year, there were some times where you could tell, you know, maybe I'm not going to necessarily take 
play his off or anything, but he was a little tan. And then there were some times that he was dropping sometimes in coverage. And there were, I think after that Atlanta game, he comes out and sets the tone. We saw a bit of a drawback, and we were thinking that's the guy that you want to show up week in and week out. You know, we see him come out on fire that first quarter in Atlanta. We're like, hey, he might as well just sit on the bench the rest of the game, and he'll get a contract right afterwards. Of course, that didn't happen. So I think they were very interesting comments. I think you could look at certain times this year that you could see maybe he's not going 100% on every single down. Because that's one thing you got to think. I mean, it's the business. It's the NFL. They call it not for long for a reason. you got to always be mindful of that. Because at the end of the day, you want to get your bread as well. When you feel like that you've put in the work for this team. And he was going through a lot mentally. I mean, he's been very open about that all season long, how tough it was for him. But I think there were a few times where you could see him maybe dial back just a little bit throughout the year. Gabe, Carolina has three defenders, whether you talk about Louvu, Derek Brown, or uh, Brian Burns, that they're going to have to pay substantial money to. Do you feel like there's an odd man out of those three? And what do you see as far as Brian Burns and that $30 million pass rusher club? I do not see Brian Burns. $30, $30 million, I think that he doesn't have $30 million numbers. If we're, if we're being real, if we're keeping it a whole buck, I don't know if he has $30 million a year numbers especially you look at this year, statistically the worst season of his career, I would say, honestly, he would be the odd man out. Because you look at Frankie Louvu, what he's done the last two years, being a leader, that man plays with his hair on fire every single game. He's a guy that you want to keep around. Because he's somebody that you can build around. I know he was undrafted, played with the Jets, came in as a special teamer. But the proof is in the work. He's put in the work the last two years to earn that big payday. And I know that he would want to be here in Carolina. I think he should be a priority. And, of course, we don't even need to talk too much about Derrick Brown. They need to back up the Brinks truck to his crib tonight at, at, at ASAP because he is put in – I mean, you can't – 103 tackles as a defensive tackle, the, arguably the best run-stopping interior D lineman in the league right now this season. Should have been a pro bowler. He's not a first alternate. He is a pro bowl starter. I know the pro bowl is obviously diluted now. It's the pro bowl games, whatever it is. But I think Derrick Brown, Frankie Louvu, those are two guys you certainly have to prioritize. I think Brian Burns, I think at this point, you kind of listen to him talk. He might want a fresh start. And I think a fresh start could be good for him. So I think he's probably the odd man out of that trio. That's Gabe McDonald, sports anchor reporter for Charlotte Sports Live on Queen City News. Again, he's on Twitter at McDonald underscore, and he's on the Body Works Plus guest hotline helping us make sense of what took place with this Panthers season in 2023. Gabe, we appreciate the time, man. We'll be watching you late night, seeing uh, what else you have to say about the Panthers. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Take it easy.